Restoring Hope, a widow and mother shares her painful story of surviving suicide twice. And Warrior Games, the competition commences in Colorado. We're live. Welcome to DOD News Now. I'm Tech Sergeant Nathan Perry. September is Suicide Prevention Month, and over the last week, we've been telling you about Danelle Hackett. She's a Marine Corps widow. Her husband Jeff took his life in 2010, then her son Drew committed suicide just last April. In the third part of our three-part report, I explore more about what led to Drew's death and how similar secondary suicides might be prevented. When Drew found out that, that Jeff had passed, that did plant the seed into Drew's brain. He did, he did it the exact same way as his dad did it. Jeff Hackett, suffering from severe PTSD after two Iraq deployments and the loss of 13 of his EOD Marines, went to the American Legion in Cheyenne and shot himself. Drew did the same in his car near the home where they lived when Jeff died. Jeff had called Danelle from the parking lot to tell her he loved her and he was sorry. Drew called and texted his mom and he posted messages on Facebook. I tried to save him. I tried really hard. Once somebody dies in your family by suicide, everybody else in that family is at higher risk. And so I think we do need to look at those families and say, how can we help? Kim Rocco lost her husband to suicide nine years ago. John Rocco was a major in the Marine Corps. When he died, he also left behind two sons. For me, with my own, my own children, this was a very important piece of our healing, was to figure out, you know, what happened with their dad, to share that information with them, and to have teachable moments out of it. I don't particularly tell them that dad was wrong to kill himself. I say that he was wrong to not get help when he was thinking clearly. Danelle says the stigma of his dad's suicide stayed with Drew. In his journal, he wrote about the difficulties of living in the town where his father died. In the last four years, it seems like still people want to just sweep it under the rug and not talk about it. And we've got to drop that stigma. In Drew's case, as in most, there were many factors leading to his death. He had financial difficulties and child custody issues. He used drugs and alcohol to self-medicate. He was hospitalized once, but released. I think the quicker you get them into therapy, the better, because if they wait too long, like Drew, you have the result we got. Drew was a master, just like Jeff was, at hiding a lot of it. Don't let that fool you. You know your, your children's personalities. And if you notice a change, that's another sign. Oh, you have to know your children the same way you have to know your soldiers um, and your Marines and see, you know, what are they, where are they struggling and help guide them in a way that's, um, that's healthier. For Danelle, the lessons have been excruciating. Losing a child to suicide at the age he was. turn my world upside down. 
and I would rather go through my husband's 10,000 times to avoid having my son take the same route my husband did. The DOD is working to prevent every suicide. If you feel you may be in crisis or know someone who is, you can call the Military Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255, then press 1. More than 200 wounded or ill service members are in Colorado Springs for the 2014 Warrior Games. Athletes are competing in several sports, archery, cycling, shooting, sitting volleyball, swimming, track and field, and wheelchair basketball. The competition kicked off last night with a spectacular opening ceremony at the U.S. Olympic Training Center. For more on that, we join Petty Officer Lori Bent, who is a part of our team coverage at the Games. are competing in seven different sporting events. That includes archery, cycling, shooting, sitting volleyball, swimming, track and field, and wheelchair basketball. Each branch held trials in the months leading up to the Warrior Games for a shot at a coveted spot on their services team. We caught up with coaches, volunteers, who, just, who are just as excited for the competition. I think I get more than I give, for sure. I mean, we, we try and give them every, everything possible, but really it's absolutely motivating and inspiring, and it's something that I think these athletes get from each other, and we get it from them. After 21 years of service, the only time I feel semi-normal is when I'm around other warriors. Since I've been here, I felt like I'm part of that family again. <laughs> All week, we'll be profiling athletes from each services team. For complete coverage of the Warrior Games 2014, stay tuned for the Adaptive Warrior Show right here on DoD News every day at 1500 Eastern. Reporting live from Fort Carson, Colorado Springs, Petty Officer Lori Bent, DoD News. Thank you, Lori. You can stay with us right here on DoD News for complete coverage of the 2014 Warrior Games and check out the medal count by heading to TeamUSA.org or search Warrior Games on Facebook. Be sure to check out the DoD Facebook page for pictures and updates from the games in Colorado Springs. Watch for us also on Twitter. I'm Tech Sergeant Nathan Perry. Keep it right here for the latest in DoD News.